know, I thought I was doing the right thing when I uh, purchased uh, pet insurance. You know, you, uh, I think it's like, I don't know, 50, 60 bucks a month. And, uh, I paid for the extra one where like, uh, preventative care and catastrophic injury. So that in case anything happens to, there she is. Something with Darla, you know, it, it doesn't, uh, doesn't break the bank. So, uh, I've had it since like right after we got her. So there's been several trips to the vet for various, uh, various things, you know, checkups right now. She's attacking Bruce. It's a fairly good chance that I'm going to yell at her in a second here. Darla, no, leave. He's sleeping. So, uh, been like a few, uh, bills that have, you know, whatever. You get like the little invoice and then you pay it. This one. Oh, here's one right here. In fact, yeah, this one was for, uh, $598 and 84 cents. They gave me a discount of $48 and 34 cents for a total of 550.70. So then you take this, you upload it, and then a pet insurance guy uh, gets it, and then they look at it, and then they go, uh, fuck you. Because that's what they did to me. Now, I didn't have time to get into the uh, particulars. About why? Well, I mean, I I know why, but I could have sworn that it said for sure at least the cost of the flea and tick meds, which is included in this uh, $550.70 bill. But uh, that was a little, little bit of a shock to the system. I uploaded it, and then... I went last night. I go to bed. I go up. All right. That's good to get that money back. Uh, Tuck it away for Christmas time. I did the right thing by getting this insurance. I tell you what. Not only did I get nothing. Well, I mean, I thought I was going to get something. I had my hopes set out that I would get, get it all back. Nothing. And they did it at like three in the morning. I got a note at three in the morning email that says, ah, sorry, fuck you. So no one probably even looked at it. Probably just some type of artificial intelligence just scanned for keywords and just said, nope, rejected. Uh, There've been a few other trips to the uh, vet that I have to upload. I only did the one last night because it was like the big kahuna for her to get spayed, which by the way, she is so full of piss and vinegar today. Look at her. She's going crazy. Totally got the zoomies. Zero dollars back. 
Uh, Kent says pet insurance is a scam. Well, I can't go quite that far yet because uh, there are important things like um, that, you know, I can check that I actually will get reimbursed for. Not. <laughs> okay, now she's going to start attacking O'Neill. Come on, man. Tyler says pet insurance has worked out well for me a few times with my four and five year old doggos. Appeal it, send it relentlessly is another suggestion from Hurricane Ashley. Maureen says you got to fight it. They auto reject and hope you won't question it. Okay. Hold on a second here. What are you doing? Stop. Come here. Come here. Knock it off. It's going to be one of those days today. I can, come here. This is all your fault. Uh, Kent says we canceled ours after three months of not getting anything back. We shall see. Darla, what do you think about the uh, health insurance? Darla. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at, there's a tooth sticking out right here. Look at the tooth. This one. Oh, now she put it back. All right. I'm not here to do the podcast and just show off my dogs. I'll tell you what, Ken, I'm closer now to canceling it than I was when I sent it. Stand by. Knock it off! Welcome into the podcast. That was a frustrating way to start the day. Uh, Darla's claim. We reviewed the invoice for Darla's visit to, uh, the vet. We're unable to contribute. Please see the attachment. We only cover parasite preventatives when purchased from Chewy.com or a different retailer. Oh, that's why they, they didn't, uh, pay for the flea and tick. This retailer was not selected prior to this claim. We are not able to extend coverage to this parasite prevention. Ah, that's how they get you. They trying to get me to buy the chewy shit, you know, cause that's where I got the coverage from. Not covered. Your plan will reimburse you for the root. Darla! For the routine and preventative veterinary treatments as listed exam fees, vaccines, fecal tests, routine blood work, heartworm tests, parasite preventatives, as this treatment is not included in your coverage uh, plan. This portion of your claim is not eligible for coverage. All right, so it seems pretty obvious that uh, I'm fucked. Yeah, this might not have been a great idea. Uh, I'm I, right now. I'm Team Kent of canceling this shit. 
Uh, Linda says, lesson, read the fine print. Exactly. So that started me off in a horrible mood. After such a fantastic night last night. Uh, Tyler says, I'm telling you, man, when you have a blue pearl visit for something, you'll love the insurance. Uh, Donko says, didn't your vet recommend this insurance? My vet recommended insurance, not a particular insurance. Uh, you guys are right about blue pearl though. If you get the uh, blue pearl call, oh my God. God in heaven. Um, when you just think Blue Pearl, like when you, you have the thought about taking your pet to Blue Pearl, for just thinking it, you get charged. They charge you to use the roads to get there. They have like a parking lot fee. I'm kidding. It just seems like that. Everything is so fucking expensive. They might as well just call it got you by the balls emergency pet care. Uh, what is Blue Pearl? I must be an uneducated oaf. That is a chain of veterinary facilities. Um. Tyler says, we've only been there between the hours of 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. I definitely don't like going there, LOL. Oh, yeah. And then it, the the more obscure the hours. Uh, there's probably an, a, a some type of fee attached to that. Like when I put Daisy down. Like uh, I go to sign the document. They go, the use of that pen has a charge. Like, oh, fuck me. I'm totally kidding. I, I love those people. They were very, very good to us. So these are all jokes. So I know somebody's going to get butt hurt. And then I'm going to have to say, yeah, fuck you. It's a joke. Come on, guys. I'm trying to do this show. This is uh, par for the chorus for your old pal, Easy. Uh, Ryan suggests that even the use of using your own pen has a charge. Yeah, it's a uh, signing a document facilities fee. If you're in their facility um, and you sign something, you get like 50 bucks a letter. So it's really, really intense. The worst is when you put your dog to sleep and then... Um, you know, it's like cost an arm and a leg. You got to get a second mortgage uh, to, to actually pay for that. And it's, it's quite a uh, injury to insult or insult to injury type of deal. But they got to get you because you put your dog down. The second you walk out the door, you're not going to pay that bill. So what they do is they're, they're waiting there. And um, if you, if you try to skip out on paying the bill, They'll actually uh, uh, murder you right there in the lobby. Excuse me for just a second. Come on. Knock it off. 
Corey says, hold on, Eric. Hold on. I arrived late, so now you must retell the whole story so I can get caught up. Wild guesses as to who do you think Corey is referring to with that crack. All right. Tyler says they know it's the last time to make money off that animal when it's put down, so they really go all in. Oh, fuck. So, um, all right. Off and running on this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, person from the local high school, Jenison where my kids went to school reached out to me and said, Hey, would you be willing to be the voice of the big water polo matchup? I go, tell me more. Well, we've got two teams that are going head to head and it's senior night. My kid is one of the seniors. You know, they like, uh, Salute the seniors. They get a picture with mom and dad. It's their uh, final season with the team. And uh, it turns out that these two local teams are the best in the state. I'm not even kidding you. The Hudsonville team has won the state title the last four years. And the Jenison team, Jenison Granville team, it's a combined team was the state runner-up last year. These two teams met in the state finals last year of water polo. For water polo. They want me to do the game. And I go, okay. Uh, They go, what is your fee? I give them the fee. This one person, this gentleman named Chris. And he says, "Uh, okay, perfect. Yes, we agree. All right, so that's that. All good. I walked in, guy was super sweet, gave me my money. I was so happy. I go, all right, let's do this. Let's party. Well, Jenison Granville won. That's the second time they've beat him this year. And uh, you know one thing I don't know anything about? A water polo. And But I got a crash course because I've got to announce this game. So thank God for spotters because they go, hey, uh, uh, number 11's got an exclusion. And I go, what the fuck's an exclusion? That sounds like something that happens when you don't have a, a office uh, diversity of equity and inclusion. That's what I was thinking. Inclusion, exclusion. Someone got an exclusion. That's a, that's a fancy way of saying you're, it's a penalty. I bet you didn't know any of this. So you got each team. And if one, one kid fouls another kid... Okay, this is great. If there's a common foul, you don't get charged with a foul. They just stop play, you back off, and then you start playing again. But if you, like, hammer them too hard, you get an exclusion. It means you got to swim your fucking ass all the way to the corner of the pool and wait there for, like, 20 seconds. Basically, for me, if they said, all right, get in the... By the time you start swimming, the clock starts. By the time I would have gotten all the way there, it would have been 20 seconds. I have to swim all the way back. 
This looks exhausting. Basically, you have four seven-minute quarters, and uh, the water you know you you can't touch. It's eight feet deep. You're you're either treading water or swimming, uh, passing a ball around, and then you know you try to throw it in the fucking net, and the goalie's trying to block it. And man, I love that shit. That was fun to watch. Um, it was an exciting ass game. It is. Uh, it looked like I said, completely exhausting. Uh, something new. And then, uh, I, I start to, um, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, uh, water polo game between blah, 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 blah. And, uh, now let's salute the seniors. And so while I'm, I'm doing my thing and introducing the seniors, um, I noticed that there's some activity kind of around me and behind me and, and I, I kind of pick up on what I think is, I'm too loud. I don't know if I'm probably what happened is the normal person who does the uh, who does the game doesn't exactly project the exact same way that I does that I does. Oh fuck, that's embarrassing. The way I do. So I'm in there going, ah, 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 and then uh, people are like putting their hands over their ears. Like, oh God, he's so fucking loud. He's fucking asshole. So that, that was very embarrassing. They they bring me in there. They 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 overpay big time. And and I'm actually injuring people. I'm, I'm hurting people's ears. So then they don't know how to turn it down. So I'm like, well, uh, I'll just back off the mic. So I start talking again. Half a second after I start talking, I forget that I now have to back off the mic and I'm just as loud. I I didn't do any backing off the mic. So it's kind of in the back of my head and I I lean to the guy who paid me. I go, is this, am am I doing all right? He goes, no, you're doing great. This is awesome. This is fantastic. They finally got the microphone fixed with a minute 29 left in the contest. The whole thing went down with me screaming in the, uh, see, because I'm down on the deck, the pool deck, and the fans are in this balcony directly above me. So I can't tell that it's too loud. It sounds fine from where I'm at, but to the people up there, you know, uh, it would have been more peaceful listening to the sound of the twin towers falling. Okay. That's how loud I was. Uh, Amanda says, what did you think? It was a hockey game. Well, yeah, they, they, they wanted that. That's why they brought me in. Aram says playing a game in water under threat of drowning. Sounds like a nightmare. Well, they all know how to, how to move in the water. There's zero threat of drowning. Uh, excuse me, just a second. What the fuck? Stop! Stop, stop. No, you you go this way, you go that way, and you go this way. Swimmer! God damn it. Uh, Chris says, tell them you're not used to this amateur bullshit. You're a pro, damn it. Uh, Jenison Granville wins 
They won. That was awesome. I was I was really impressed with both teams. Actually, it's uh, that's a that's an awesome game. I had no idea um, how intense that game. Uh, would you just excuse me for just one quick second here? Do you, you mind? Yeah. No. Stop it. I might have to take an intermission. This dog is so full of it. It's ridiculous. Stop, please. Okay? Okay. No. No, 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 no. No. The second I turn around, watch her. Okay, she knows I'm looking at her right now. Hey. Hey. Don't do it. Ah. Relax. Man, it's just take an intermission and do what? Oh, beat the dog. What What do you think? Ah, 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 ah. All right. If you, oh, now she's humping him. She's actually humping him. Ah! Okay, stand by. Ah, yes. Uh, Darla is in the crate. A lot of you were suggesting that. I was thinking it. Much easier. Much easier. All right. Uh, So welcome in, folks. So glad that you are here. Um, Now that we can do the show unfettered, uninterrupted. uh, For those of you that are enjoying the show on Facebook youtube and x thank you i appreciate the time i appreciate you being here but it's time for you to go the rest of the show is available on twitch it's real simple just go to uh, twitch.tv slash eric zane live or download the twitch app and then search eric zane live you can get the show in its entirety uninterrupted also the audio podcast later on uh, becomes or what i'm saying right now becomes the audio podcast And you'll be able to download that wherever you download shows. Uh, Don't forget Patreon. um, Where, of course, it is listener-supported ad-free. And you can try it for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. A whole entire platform with uh, a ton of content that I put up there each and every week. Today is uh, Trivia Day with Dale, God willing. Um, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Uh, we'll play that right around 1030. And then of course the daily Patreon bonus podcast tomorrow is going to be a uh, big fraud Wednesday. You've got dear meathead tomorrow during the free podcast. You've got the Patreon bonus podcast. You've got who are these free beers? Ben glaze and myself are reviewing, um, the Free Beer and Hot Wings show segments of Board Game Breakdown. That's right. They broke down board games. A lot of what we talk about on uh, on Who Are These Free Beers is uh, based on, uh, well, just their selection of content. 
it isn't, I mean, yes, it's ridiculous. A lot of the things that they say and do that just don't really have any teeth to it. But the uh, going out of their way, it's like, all right, let's go ahead and discuss board games. What's your favorite board game? Sorry. What's yours? Oh, I like uh, Risk. Oh, wow, cool. Hey, I like Chinese checkers. Yes, this actually happened. And uh, Ben Glaze and myself are reviewing it. We uh, won't discuss it ahead of time. And uh, off we go. That will be part of a Big Fraud Wednesday. Patrick says, board games are fun to play, but not fun to talk about. Well, the problem is you got five people there because everybody gets a microphone on that show uh, who really don't have anything fun to say. And then you throw in a boring topic. It's like you give yourself zero chance of survival. Holy shit. And uh, I heard my old pal Freebear the other day was talking about how great the ratings are the other day. And... um. That couldn't be uh, more of a bogus bit of information right there. I need to explain this to you and everyone who's willing to listen again so that everybody's on the same page. As the years have passed and the decades have passed, uh, let's say you have a million people and 20 years ago, the only thing that they could do to pass the time would be to watch TV, listen to the radio, or read a newspaper. And as more and more things have invaded the culture, those same people now, their uh, time is divided up into several different uh, opportunities to engage. So the overall audience has decreased. Now, they still have the same slice of the pie, but instead of a million people listening just for math ease, let's say there's 100,000 listening. Well, if you still have a 30 share, yes, but that's great. You still have 30% of the audience. But what was 300,000 is now 30,000. So, yeah, you got the same share, but overall, there's dramatically less people listening. You know? Um, so when I hear Greg doing his not so humble brags about how great the show is doing, it's like, come on, who are you kidding? You know, that whole industry is on borrowed time. Uh, Aram says, I think Freebeer is the only one qualified to have a mic. Freebeer is qualified to have a mic when it comes to sports play by play. And even that is regulated to national radio, national broadcast that nobody listens to. Greg makes an, ex uh, he likes to go out of his way to point out that the national football broadcast, national football broadcast is shit. Okay. Here's why, because when he, uh, goes to wherever Texas to do the Texas game, He's not being heard in Texas. He's being heard in like Oregon. 
So some AM station in the middle of nowhere in the great Northwest is hearing Greg do the Texas game. Nobody's going to fucking listen to that game. It's shit. The only people that uh, listen are listened to in the radio when it comes to uh, college football are the local announcers, the locals, not the national guys, you idiots. Uh, Patrick says, Steve sucks. He has almost caused me to wreck so many times because he puts me to sleep. Steve has gotten into a, um, I should make a super cut. <coughs> he has, um, excuse me, become this, uh, Mr. Dad guy who now, and then he, uh, qualifies this is, I'm sorry. This is the only thing going on in my life. It's the only thing I talk about. He'll give a story where he'll start. Oh yeah, I'm Steve. And, uh, my daughter picked flowers today and it was great. I mean, and the, it's not a story. It's just him kind of like reminiscing and looking back fondly the moment from a day previously when the kid did something cute. Oh, shit. Mediocrity Dave said, I was, re- I was recently asked if I wanted to go see their live show on Thanksgiving. I politely declined. Uh. I, I I wish I could be like uh, uh, in there to see those shows, you know, um, because I don't know what it is, but the people that do go to them, they actually seem like they're enjoying themselves. And I'm like, how the fuck can you actually think this is good? Um. Steve makes hot wings look too extreme for radio. Blue State Rob says to think smug beer was my favorite show member. I like free beer when he's making fun of someone. Kids stories ruin radio. Well, not exactly. I mean, if you tell a kid's story, that's actually interesting. Like the time that uh, Diana was on the business end of my peepee. And uh, Jackie walked in. And then we got her. Get out! And then she got out and uh, we're like trying to figure out what she saw. She goes, why was mom eating ice cream in bed? I mean, that's, that's perfect. Oh, those are the kids stories you got to tell. All right. Hurricane Ashley says, Eric makes every story better. Thank you. This is the skill. Texting kids at 3 a.m. was top tier. Oh, that was the story about when uh, uh, Freebeer was texting his stepson and saying, I love you and sending like uh, passionate I love you messages to his 11-year-old stepson at 3 a.m. And... The stepson's dad is my pal Cole who picked up the phone and said, you motherfucker, if you text him again, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. And that was the last time that Greg texted. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yes. Virgo chick for you says you and Joe were the funniest guys. Now the show's boring. Hey, before shit got weird with Joe, I said the same thing about Joe. I was always like, boy, if I ever fuck up here, Joe's going to be able to step right in. And I was, uh, that was a accurate prediction. But then that motherfucker imploded. 
So that's uh, that's how that turned out. Thank you, though. I appreciate the compliment. Barry Monkey 98 I always like to acknowledge first-time chats. It's odd to most of the world how Americans care about any college sports. Even federal fellow students don't care in vast majority of countries. Certainly don't get any sort of crowd. Well, that's that's their problem. I love college sports. I love uh, pretty much any sports as long as there's drama. Hell, I was watching the high school water polo matchup last night, and it was fucking great. As long as there's a clock ticking down and there's two people competing, I find that to be interesting. But welcome to you. Eric and Joe could have been a great, could have been great if Joe wasn't a low life. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Can't say for sure. My favorite show was when it was Eric, Greg, uh, Chris, and then Joe was not heard. And then if he needed to say something, it would be because we asked him. That was the show. Uh, Eric, Greg, Chris. There was something about it. It was just silly. It was enjoyable. It worked in that formula only. Uh, we shouldn't have had, in my opinion, we didn't need to add a second producer. Um, I still don't really even know what Steve does to this day. And it's even, it's made even worse that all these producers have microphones and they, they have produced, they have producers that have microphones and they have, uh, uh, that girl Maitland who sounds like she's about 11 years old. And everybody loves her. And I don't know how, because she doesn't say anything. She doesn't do anything. All right. That's enough about that. Anyway, Ben and I will break that down tomorrow for uh, who are these free beers. Um, this is weird. Maureen... We were talking about college sports and Maureen wrote, I'd rather watch college sports than pro any day. And then this piece of shit, Amanda, again, going out of her way to work in her stupid daughter's uh, box munching hockey team writes, well, Maureen, Mariah's hockey team's first game is Saturday and you can watch on YouTube. When are you going to get it through your dumb brain that no one cares about your girl's club hockey team? Nobody gives a fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you? The only people that care about that are the lesbian lovers that are in the stands. And, uh, the moms and dad, you. Corey says, thank God you told us. I'll mark my calendar right now. My God. So dumb. Uh, Blue State Rob says, everyone just wants to have sex with Maitland. Well, yeah, of course. She's cute, you know? 
Uh, Ryan says, Ick, she's a child with mega makeup. Uh, ha ha, I love making you club hockey rant. Yeah, well, uh, here's a club hockey timeout. Shut up. Amanda, or, uh, Aram says, Eric is mad because Amanda won't ask him to do PA for the league. All right, we have to put up with her. Let's have some fun. Uh, fraudulent fat fucks. Uh, last night, uh, I was flirting with um, sub 180. I think in a couple days I'll have it. That's that's become a slow process, but uh, I, I'm comfortable with it because um, I'm still on pace to do exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, I was uh, 181 last night, had a salad to finish up the day. Uh, I haven't weighed myself today. Try not to weigh myself every day. That is a that is a good thing because you never it, you can very easily get thrown off if you weigh every day, because all of a sudden like oh god I'm losing I'm gaining weight but it might just be water you don't know. Uh, walked my ass off yesterday and set a new personal best for the 1.65 mile course around my neighborhood. Um, I busted out uh, the song "Giving the Dog a Bone." by ACDC, which is absolutely perfect beats per minute. And I step on the beats with gigantic power walking steps. And I got that shit done in 23 minutes and uh, 26 seconds, which is 40 seconds better than my all-time best. That works out to just north of 14 minutes a mile for walking pace. A 14-minute-a-mile walk. That's fucking fast. I was going, I was walking so hard, the front of my um, uh, shins, well, my shins were hurting. The muscle group on the front of my legs, uh, in front of my tibia, oh, just aching because I was just pounding. Nate Bull says you're five foot tall. Nothing about your steps are gigantic. First of all, I'm five, seven and a half, asshole. Second of all, they're big for me. You fucking hick. Linda says that's awesome. My fastest walking speed has been about 1430 a mile. That's cooking. That is cooking. But um, no, that, that felt great. Looking forward to getting back to it today. All right. The opening live stream of this show. Hold on a second. I got I to gotta kick this Facebook group out. So And Twitter and YouTube. Uh, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT, send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Eric at ericzainshow.com. Quickest, easiest way to correspond with me. 
is via an old-fashioned email. Eric at ericzaneshow.com and Shoreliner Striping. If you need a parking lot striped, if you need an athletic field striped, uh, get a hold of my friends at Shoreliner Striping. Shorelinersstriping.com. You missed that. Their uh, logo is right on my webpage. Click on it. Take you right there. Uh, they they do a lot at Shoreliner Striping. The open and live stream brought to you by Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. That is throat slash Dale. Whether you need anything power washed, uh, you need any janitorial services in the restaurant industry, if you need the hood cleaned, or uh, even snow plowing. Superior Cleaning and Power Washing does it all. 231 740 4098. That's 231 740 4098. Let's go around the radio dial. A couple of boys from uh, up in O9 called us this morning, and they were asking a question that we've pondered from time That's to time. That's Billy Kidd. Uh-huh. Uh, talking about Tina, of course. With- that was from Who Are These Saints? Uh, mostly cloudy, low around 58 degrees. Showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm uh, tomorrow before we'll change the dynamic. And so that was a really good spanking that I got from mm-hmm. my one of my early mentors. Ooh. Yeah. It yeah. changed my heart and my attitude. In my Oh god. Sounds haunting. Miss Tell. Alexa does everything. Now, let her make your song request to B93. Listen to B93 through iHeartRadio on any Alexa device. And say, Alexa, make a request to have your song request delivered directly to the studio. It's that simple. Like, wow. 93.7 B93. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Let's click the intro. 15% off three or more space. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics. In what city would you find the Spanish steps? Barcelona? I don't know. What is James Bond's preferred drink of choice? Uh, vodka martini shaken, not stirred. Uh, no fashion. What is the only mammal <laughs> that can't jump? Sorry. The only uh, mammal that dolphin. can't jump? Yes. Um, Land God, mammal. The only mammal dolphin. that can't jump. Uh, penguin. Right. <laughs> no penguin. Ha, ha. All right, let's score this Thanks game. Thanks for not answering free beer. Oh, yeah, no problem. Appreciate that. Sorry about that. You know, right over there, yeah, I got a pistachio stuck in your throat. I got a little pistachio stuck. I feel terrible it's, about that. And Nick says, Nick says it's a sloth. No. All right, let's bring Justin back in, and we're going to score this game. Let Steve get the nut out of his throat. Oh, dick joke. <laughs> yeah, I got to wash it down with some other liquid. I find that spitting helps. Hey, here really? we go. Yeah, if you're not good at swallowing like that, yeah, spitting's probably yeah. better. Ooh, heard that's ooh, edgy, edgy. Yeah, it can be tough with a mouth, no, mouth full of pistachio. There's no dodging. Nope. <laughs> no. What the fuck? All right, Justin, welcome back. 
Let's score this game. Right. <laughs> you got nut in your mouth. <laughs> Question number one. Which ancient Greek writer was famous for his fables? Justin passed the first time. Socrates. Came back to it, said Socrates. Kelly quickly said Socrates. That is incorrect. It is Aesop. Aesop's fables. Yeah. I knew that was wrong. There are four ghosts in the classic 80s video game Pac-Man. Name two. Blinky and Pinky. Came back to it and just said, red and white? <laughs> I mean, he guessed something. I'm, I don't he know he what did. their colors were, but they might have been did. red and white. He did, yeah. Kelly was a double pass right off the right off the bat. I'm assuming you didn't no spend a lot of time playing <laughs> no Pac-Man. Idea. Clyde. Yeah, Kenny says Clyde. Pinky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. There you go. Blinky and Clyde is correct. Okay. They would introduce them at the beginning of the video game. It helps if you're Ashley says, Kelly talks in a way that makes me think she smells bad. Number three, in which city would you find the Spanish Steps? Justin passed twice on this. General ammonia smell. Barcelona. It is not Barcelona. It is Rome. Rome, Italy. Oh. The Spanish Steps. I knew yeah. I had heard of them before, yeah. but yeah, I didn't, uh, wouldn't have known where they well, were. I had no idea. I was like. I'd never heard of them. Madrid or Barcelona? That's <laughs> what I, I wouldn't, I didn't know. What is the only mammal that cannot jump? Justin said penguin. Kelly paused for a long time and then guessed penguin as well. Yeah. That's remarkable. Yeah. But I've been, I've, I've been around penguins. I think they can jump. But they're not mammals, though, either. Oh, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> the answer is elephant. No, oh, there it is. There it is. Oh. One of you said elephant. We are tied at zero. Final question. What is James Bond's preferred drink of choice? One of you is correct. Oh, it's the dude. It's the dude. one of you. That means she got zero. We'll win this game. One nothing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. One of me. you will win. Mm-hmm. Right. Not there will be a winner today on Dumber Than the Show okay. trivia. All right. What is James Bond's preferred drink of choice? Justin said martini, specifically shaken, not stirred. Uh-huh, Kelly it. said an that's old fashioned. It is a martini, shaken, not stirred. Oh, Justin, there it, there it is. That guy won. Oh. I didn't know any of those today. Oh. I'm a dumb whore. I guess I wasn't sure. You and your crispy R's, shut up. More crispy music. I found here a solace, a God, prayer. Very religious. Five-tenths of a percent range. The benchmark... And actually gives incredible advice. Brendan, what's up? Hi, good morning. Uh, you Mojo. Know, I agree with Kevin, with what Kevin just said. Uh, you got to have trust. And, you know, you're... Get up, up, up. Can't you see? It's just me and you. Panoramic... Soap. 
don't know where you're going. Such a long time. Our news just a couple of minutes away. It comes with the uh, weather. Ah, great fun. Great, great fun. Uh, the trip around the radio brought to you by John Jamingo. Uh, now heard on Grumble. Uh, Jamingo went off on your old pal EZ yesterday, but I did not stick around for it. It's such, uh, uh, he started his show bitching about something. He pissed somebody off on another show. And then he said, Hey, yo, I'm going to get to Eric Zane a little later on. And I didn't, I was so not interested. I shut it off. I said, "Ah, I don't even, I'm not even, you know, I don't want to, I just want to forget about John. I just fuck it. Okay. John is, you know what John used to do? He used to do a podcast under the name of John Bukanas. And it was all about being morbidly obese. I'm not even kidding you. It was called like uh, the weight and he spelled it W-E-I-G-H-T about how he doesn't like being morbidly obese and what he's doing to try and turn his life and turn his life around. And so he was real passionate about it. And, uh, and then he didn't actually, he would just sit there and talk about it. He didn't actually do anything. And John's only like 40. He looks like he's about 95 because he's so disgustingly obese and, and unhealthy. All right. So he's about to die. Um, and yeah, seriously, Corey, look it up. This is the name you look up. If you look up that, you will find uh, more on his I'm a Fat Guy podcast. We should probably review that for uh, who are these fat fucks. Anyway, um, on that fucking show, he then, I guess, tore into me because I told him to go fuck himself because he walked into my show yesterday and started talking shit about COVID. I mean, here I've got people who are dealing with it right now in the audience. Um, Linda was talking about how she just got diagnosed with COVID and he comes in there, starts rubbing her fucking nose and shit about his stupid conspiracies and shit like that. Um, Linda says he'll be the only person in history that defeats Ozempic. Yeah, he came in guns a blazing. And then I said, you know what? I don't, I'm just going to, um, end this enough of you. It's time for you to go permanently and told him to go fuck himself. And that was it. It doesn't matter. This guy, I'm not even saying this just to be mean. He's not going to live a long, a long, much longer. He will, it's going to be a very sad day between, for him, his family, and all those psychopaths who used to be my audience that are now his audience. They're all going to be very sad and when, cause he's going to fucking die. Uh, Corey says, I found the old podcast. It's called a hate to wait. Hate to wait podcast. Yeah, there it is. It's on Libsyn. <laughs> is. Uh, 
hate to wait. What better way for two podcasters to check in with each other on their weight loss adventures than by starting a podcast about it. Join John and Emily each week as they share their successes and struggles with weight loss. Uh, Minus the successes. Um, On December 3rd, 2020, they did a binge eating triggers show. Wow. We could do. Wow. There's a lot of content here. We could go through all of this shit and review John's I'm a fat fuck show. Now, as you know, he's a right wing propaganda spreader and a hater of black people and gay people and transgender people uh, and a bigoted asshole son of a bitch fuck face. But before uh, he was podcasting about losing weight, which that's a that's a worthy thing to podcast about. I mean, I could that's actually something useful. Big update. Their their very last podcast, December 3rd, 2020. Uh, Which is one day after I gave away the kidney, in fact. So while I was laying in bed in Los Angeles recovering, John was doing his his last podcast with Hate to Wait podcast was being published. Big update for Hate to Waiters. John and I have decided to take a break from recording regularly. We apologize for the delay in getting episodes out to you, and we are continuing to work on them. I talk about it more at the beginning of the episode. A heads up, this was recorded a few months before this was released. So that was the end of it. From that point, um, John, no doubt, said, look, I don't want to talk about me being a fat fuck because I'm not losing any weight. I want to talk about just my hatred of black people. That's how that went. Uh, Kyle says maybe he and the other fat bitch. Now, you can't say that, Kyle. Can do one. We don't know about That's horrible, Kyle. Come on now. Where they can compare sizes and how many chairs they've broken by sitting. Okay. Now, look, Kyle, you have to understand. There's a, a lot of us on this show are fat asses. We're not all jacked like you. Okay. Uh, Corey says, I legit thought he was 60 to 65. You know, he might be. I might have just been being silly there, but he might be 40. I don't know. Um, Maybe he is. We'll never know. Tyler says, that description of the show could have just been shortened to, we're taking a break from dieting. Very strange. Uh, who are these fat fucks? Linda says we could call it. Aram says you better download them before he takes them down. Patrick says you should review that show. I believe you've permanently defeated Justin. Um, I, you know, I don't know if has Justin stopped publishing. Uh, definitely worth something to, uh, worth it to look into this show. Hate to wait podcast. Yeah. If Justin goes away, we can do the hate to wait podcast. We can do, 
Um, the Stephen Kyle podcast, we can review that pile of shit. Um, we should change the name to Stephen Pedo, though. That would probably make more sense. Uh, Aram says the Justin beatups are punching too far downward. Oh, no, no, no. I don't. No, I don't agree with that at all. Because you don't know what I know about Justin. You don't know the behind the scenes, Justin. You only know the retard on the podcast, Justin. Okay? You don't know shit about Justin. This is all uh, encouraged. This needs to happen. And besides, he loves it. Linda writes, <laughs> I haven't seen any new free shows from her words, wet pussy mouth in a while. <laughs> oh, fuck. Corey says, how did you get dirt on Justin? Well, I'll tell you. When he worked for Cumulus, he worked for a really good friend of mine by the name of Troy Hansen. Troy was his boss. I talked to Troy quite a bit. That's all you need to know. I actually can't say anything. I've been sworn to secrecy about this. But it's not great. So there is no punching down here. He's a fucking dirt bag. And then he comes off with his, oh, I love you. And I, I love everybody. I do this. Uh, Linda says, John Bukanas is 61 according to a Google search. Uh, is anything Justin did potentially illegal? No. Uh, Linda, with her sass, is being described as COVID Linda, and COVID Linda is very sassy. Corey said, Zane said his last name. He doxed him. It's still not doxing. You know that. Bukhanas sounds like a Ukrainian village. Corey says, that's the joke. I know. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. All right. The Washington Commanders football team is in trouble for their name? Wait a minute. How can that be? Last I checked, the Washington Commanders changed their name from the Washington Redskins. You know, because that's a slur. I never understood why it took so long. And I was, even when I was a little kid, it felt wrong. I knew better. The Washington Redskins. You had a, the face of some Indian on the side of the helmet. That actually, believe it or not, was um, the face of a, of a dude. A, a, it wasn't like a, uh, like a made-up thing. There you go. That is a Blackfoot Chief John Two Guns White Calf. That is his name. 
He served as the inspiration for the Redskins logo, which represented the NFL franchise on the field from 1972 to 2020. Now, okay, as years went on, I remember stories about Native Americans uh, petitioning the team, protesting out in front of the stadium. Okay. Uh, That was all... That was all weird. And then finally, the football team said, all right, yeah, you know, it makes sense. We're going to change the name of the team. Corey says the Cleveland Indians uh, big tooth Indian logo was super racist. Yeah, what the Indians did, Chief Wahoo, was way different than what the Redskins did. You want to talk about if the Redskins were offensive, the Indians were even more offensive. Because they got this this giant gap toothed, uh, big nose, silly looking caricature, uh, anything but proud. I mean, the Redskins had the slur for the name, but at least the guy on the helmet was a fucking dude. So I don't know which one's worse. I think the Indians are worse. Because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know all the history of it, but uh, I think that Redskins, while offensive, I don't think that compares to this stupid Chief Wahoo character that the Indians had. Bright red skin, huge teeth, one feather. Looked like a cartoon from the 40s. Corey writes. So the Redskins finally changed their name to the Commanders. Well, uh, now there is an Indian tribe a Native American group is suing the Washington football franchise for the name Commanders. Federal lawsuit uh, uh, filed by Native American group claims in a new federal lawsuit that Washington Commanders is a fitting name for oppressors. Team owner Josh Harris's money and power rival the European countries who conquered Native Americans, the suit says. This was filed yesterday morning. So they're suing because of the name the Commanders, I guess. The Native American Guardians Association. Swear to God, they're known as NAGA. Native American Guardians Association accuses the NFL franchise and new owner Josh Harris of defamation, civil conspiracy, and civil rights violations for their role in suppressing Native American history uh, in a complaint filed in U.S. District Court of North Dakota. NAGA led a viral petition this summer demanding that the organization reclaim the traditional Redskins identity. They want it back. They, they, they want the team to be known as the Redskins.
The group is asking for $1.6 million in damages and a seat at the table to share Native American history. Plaintiff attorney Chad Lavalia told Fox News Digital. Commander spokesperson says, we believe this is a complaint that is without merit. The complaint also names the National Congress of American Indians for its role in erasing from public discussion the image and history of real Native Americans. So I'm guessing that National uh, Congress of American Indians are all Native Americans that are like, no, we don't like being known as the Redskins. So then NAGA says, no, we want to be known as the Redskins. Fuck you. They should have a war. You know, old school war, like tomahawks and bow and arrow and horseback shit like that. That's what they should do to settle this deal. And the winner gets naming rights. The suit claims that the NCAI contributes to a legacy of cultural oppression suffered by indigenous peoples. The attorney for the, um, for NAGA says this lawsuit is a fuck you to the NCAI and a fuck you to the commanders and to cancel culture. They want to be known as the Redskins. The name Redskins carries deep cultural, historical, and emotional significance Honoring the bravery, resilience, and warrior spirit associated with Native American culture, the NAGA complaint states. This would be like if there was a group of uh, black people uh, called uh, uh, Black People for the N-Word. That's what's happening here. The The Redskins were, it adds, the only team in the National Football League to honor an actual Native American with the picture of uh, a two dick running dog or whatever the fuck his name is. Blackfoot chief, John, two guns, white calf. Chris says, what damages get the fuck out of here. Kyle says, this sounds like a plot for a curb your enthusiasm episode. Team changes name to not offend someone, but they are offended. The need, the name has changed. This is so weird. Central to the Naga argument is that the Redskins name and logo were inspired by real historic tribal leaders who played influential roles in American history and that this factual narration was obliterated by the NCAI. So it sounds like they have a problem with one Indian group, Naga, has a problem with National Congress of American Indians. Well, take it up with them. Among other contributions to American Native history, White Calf forced the federal government to recognize and honor Blackfoot tribal claims. All right, great. Um, let's see. Members of uh, NAGA, which launched this petition in June, demanding the NFL's Washington commanders reclaim their historic Redskins name and imagery. Now, these are members of NAGA right here. Here they are. And they're in front of like some school known as, uh, it says, look, it says home of the red men. So they love that. And they got the Redskins gear. They're like, yeah, we're Redskins. That's what we want. We want to be known as the Redskins. And they're pissed off because um, 
Dan Snyder felt pressure to change the name from Redskins. And they're like, no, we are the Redskins. Holy shit. We love being Redskins. We we love this tri- this this team. So they're pissed. Why haven't I heard anything of this? This is the first I've heard of it. Um, all right. Talks a little bit more about the history of the team, history, history of the name. NCAI is on a mission to eradicate Native American history. The more teams that ignorantly bend, the more power NCAI retains, the complaint states. The powerful few do not get to have a monopoly on the narrative. They cannot eradicate Native American history from the hearts and minds of, uh, of Americans. Here you go. Look at this one. This is, this is more Naga stuff. Red Mesa High School. They're the Redskins. They got the same logo. They love that. That is on a Nav- Navajo reservation in Red Mesa, Arizona. Red Mesa is one of several native majority high schools in the U.S. that have rejected calls to uh, give its give up its Redskins identity. So, all right, if I'm understanding this correctly, there's a uh, a faction of Native Americans that love being called Redskins. Now, we've all been taught that Redskins is a slur. That would be like if all of Detroit stood up and said, we love the N-word. Why are you taking that away from us? We want to be known as that, right? It might be a little different because of the origin of the word, but it just seems weird to us white folk. Here we are. We think we're doing something good, and uh, we've actually pissed off uh, an entire faction of the population who want to be known as the Redskins. So we got to figure this shit out here. If you own the football team, you're going to be like, okay, I understand what everybody thinks, but in uh, uh, speaking on behalf of all these native Americans in Naga, they think that it's good. So we can't have a bunch of white people telling uh, Naga uh, what they need to be known as. If they want to be known as the Redskins, all right, we have that has to be taken into consideration, right? Uh, Corey says compromise. Bring back the logo. Call it a tribe name or warriors or something. Um, they could just call them Naga, the Washington Naga. And then the fans would be Naga lovers. They would lo- love the team. This all makes much more sense than what they they were doing before because now they're like they've just they feel like they've been completely forgotten and they they liked the approach of the football team. Blue State Rob says not as many pissed off natives. The US government tried killing them off strength in numbers. Becca Shea says, are they MAGAs too? So they would be the, the, the NAGA MAGAs. Wow. Okay. Very, very 
blowing the lid off of this story. And they're only suing for $1.6 million. I'm guessing the football team will just give it to them and say, yeah, go away. Corey says, I don't know, if it was called the Blackskins with the slave on the helmet, that wouldn't fly. Uh, and then says, so why is Redskins different? Uh, I, I don't know. I think perhaps the... Native Americans, did they did they call themselves that? Maybe? I don't... You see, the problem is I don't have enough knowledge to be able to speak, you know, from a position of, uh, um, you know, uh, with all the background that I need to give an opinion on it. It's all just very crazy to me that this is even happening. But I think if you have 150,000 members of NAGA who are saying, for God's sake... Why did you take away our Redskins? We are the Redskins. They've got they've got kids' schools named uh, the uh, Mesa, whatever Redskins High School, whatever the fuck it is. I had no idea. There is a way to pull it off if you try. I mean, my alma mater uh, has taken very uh, particular steps to make sure that they have a relationship of um, respect with the uh, Native Americans around Mount Pleasant. You got this massive tribe of people. So one of you suggested uh, they are known as the Central Michigan Soaring Eagles because the name of the casino there is Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You got to have a lot of respect for a group of people that basically owns the town because of the casino. You know how many black people have lost their life savings at that casino? All right. Bl- uh, Rob says, Blue said Rob says, compromise. Move the team to Boise, Idaho and rename the team the Potato Skins. Fuck you. Really bad dad joke. God damn it, that's bad. You know it. Kenny says, honestly, it's a little crazy that those people were already here and our ancestors just showed up and took all of their land from them. You aren't kidding. It's a miserable, miserable history that we have. When the Europeans came here and just fucked all the shit up, you had a, 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 a native group of people. All they wanted to do was exist. Oh, God. This massive conquering. Uh, Chris says, that's history, Kenny, throughout the world. But hey, they gave us corn. We almost wiped out an entire race of people. Chris says, not my ancestors. What do you mean? What, well, who are your ants? Well, I don't get it. You know what I mean. And just I'm just saying in general, uh, anyone who's not a Native American, uh, you know, the, the Europeans come here. They take all the shit. We start the United States. Boom. Off we go. All right. That is the crazy. That is a crazy ass story. 
Thank you to Blue Frost IT for being on board with this podcast. Okay, so um, you have a business, a small or a medium-sized business, and uh, the tech is old and outdated, and your employees wish you spent a little cash. You finally agree to do it. If you just go and start buying things uh, off the shelf or through Amazon, you're doing it wrong. You need to sit down for a free 30-minute consultation with Blue Frost IT. All right, reach out to Blue Frost IT, tell them how your business operates, and they'll tell you exactly what you need to make it operate appropriately with the best technology. 616-285-50. Basically, that uh, uh, discussion will lead to recommendations about what you need to purchase. 616-285-50. That's 616-285-50. Or go to their website, bluefrostit.com which looks like Blue Froze Tit. Bluefrostit.com. Uh, all right. I think you've been following the story about Russell Brand. Uh, people have accused him of rape. Um, and now, he is... Um, he does a show on Rumble, I guess. And uh, a few of his um, sponsors have have pulled the plug, at least for now. Like, look, you know, with an act, somebody's saying you raped them. I can totally understand if you say, if someone accuses you of rape, you should probably expect that bad things are coming. Uh, Rumble hosts the podcast of Russell Brand. Um, what actually happened was YouTube, first of all, he was on there. They demonetized Brand's channel following the allegations. Um, and then Burger King pulled ads from Rumble. After one of its prominent users, Russell Brand, was accused of rape. Now, Burger King didn't reveal exactly why they did it, but people are connecting the dots. Other companies to also pull advertising from Rumble include online clothing retailer. Um, it says ASOS. Do I say ASOS or ASOS? I don't know. And HelloFresh. Sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Um, person who didn't like this was that um, uh, psychologist Jordan Peterson. Who I like Jordan Peterson. He's a little bit. He's a little bit out there. He's a little bit too far right for me. But I like when he does shows. I think he's uh, insightful. Makes me think to some degree. Like I said, I don't necessarily agree with. Uh, everything he says. There he is right there. Got the poppy. Canadian. That, that's the poppy. If you're in Canada on poppy day and you don't put the poppy on, people are going to kick your fucking ass. Peterson was not impressed with the move and shared his thoughts on uh, X. Peterson said, uh, 
That includes at Burger King. For those of you who care to know, maybe eat at the other place for a while. He wrote in a retweet of an article about businesses pulling their ads from Rumble. The psychologist previously weighed in on the allegations against Brand, taking particular aim at UK public broadcaster BBC, where Brand previously worked, which said it was launching an urgent investigation into the allegations. It's a bit late for urgency, Peterson said, but it sure is convenient, he wrote on Twitter, pointing out some of the accusations date back to 2006. As part of a joint investigation, hold on, about that. Um, He is kind of right about that. And when you hear, I want to hear about someone who actually is accused of something. And the moment they're accused, actually people do something about it, not wait to see how the public reacts. A lot of times if someone throws an accusation at somebody like, let's say I actually legitimately raped someone. All right. And if someone accused me of rape and then no one paid attention, no one cared, no one's going to investigate until it catches on until the story catches fire. And then as soon as it starts to uh, embed itself and the, into the news cycle about Russell Brand or me or whoever, then people will start to act. No one really cares if you rape someone. All right. They only care if the story catches fire. That's when people get offended. Do you remember the story of the, um, was a football player by the name of Ray Rice who beat the shit out of his wife in an elevator? And the league didn't do anything to him. And then the video came out like nine months later. And then the league suspended him. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, As part of a joint investigation, the dispatches program on the UK Channel 4 and newspapers, the Times and the Sunday Times spoke to four women who accused accused Brand of various crimes, including rape, sexual sexual assault, and emotional abuse between 06 and 13. Brand made a video about the claims before the program went to air, saying his relationships have always been the C-word consensual, and that he strongly denies, quote, these very serious criminal allegations. The criminal, or the comedian, went on to blame the, wait for it now, mainstream media, while he claimed was making a coordinated attack on him. Why? Why would anybody do that? Why would anybody make a coordinated attack on you for no reason? My God. Again, I always believe the woman. I always believe the accuser. You know, to me, if you're accused in the court of Eric, you're guilty until you prove otherwise. These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies, as I've written about extensively in my books. I was very, very promiscuous, Brand said in the video posted to his social media. Uh, That's another example of, oh, yeah, I'm just going to tell you about the other flaws I have while denying this. That's the old, um, what's the guy who was on House of Cards again? Uh, Patrick Sullivan. No. Um, Lindsey Graham house of cards grabbed all the kids, all, all the dudes, dicks said he was gay. Frank Underwood. The fuck is his name? 
Kevin Spacey, thank you. He did the same thing. Oh, yes, I'm very gay. I'm very gay and sexualized. But I didn't do anything wrong. Didn't he beat the rap, though? Uh, one of the women interviewed for the investigation said she was 16 years old and still in school when Brand began a relationship with her when he was in his early 30s. The victim alleged Brand was emotionally abusive and controlling and even referred to her as the child during their roughly three-month relationship. She also described an incident where she had been forced into a sex act and was asked to sit in a bath for hours until he came home, even though the water had turned cold. God. Fuck me. Uh... Blue State Rob says, I don't know why, but this Russell Brand story reminds me of the boring Dean cracking Jackie's back story. Kyle Ryan says, Spacey isn't in jail, but no one in Hollywood wants to work with him. So he, so he did. So he did, but did not beat it. Uh, Ashley says, there are screenshots of Russell Brand's text. So creepy. Russell Brand is like, I'm so sorry. Sorry, I stuck my dick in you. God damn. Fucking horrible. So Jordan Peterson is saying, okay, everybody. Uh, because Burger King does not want to partner with the accused rapist. I want you to not go to Burger King anymore. We need to be against cancel culture. So let's cancel Burger King for opting not to promote ourselves on the rapist, alleged rapist podcast. How the fuck can you say that with a straight face? So because Burger King pulls their ads after a guy is accused of rape, he's saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a minute here. I mean, come on. You got to let this shit get sorted out. Typically, they're right. Okay? This is probably going to work out where Brand did do it. He is probably going to get in all sorts of trouble. He already is. And Good. You look about you look at what happened to Danny Masterson. Fuck that guy. All right, folks, I got to pee. Don't go anywhere. Hold on a second here. Uh, let me see if I can find something. Russell Brand screenshots of text. Um, it's, it says something about, um, let's see, Russell brand text. And I keep seeing why was the text message doctored? So I'm not so sure about it. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm being, it's being suggested by hurricane Ashley. Um, will you please Google the screenshots? Uh, I'd have to go back and review it. I don't want to do it right now. I, this is the type of thing that requires some um, research. And I don't have time to research right this second. 
Maybe on the Patreon, though. I appreciate that. I will be right back. No matter how many times I explain it politely. Some people are just not going to get it. Today, that person is Hurricane Ashley. You've been here long enough that when I say I don't review things on the show, I don't like, because what that means is I haven't had time to fucking process it. I haven't read it. I haven't discerned. I haven't fact-checked. I haven't formed an opinion. I haven't come up with things to say. She keeps sending me all these, oh my God, here's this, here's that, here's this. It's like, I know, I know. I, I see it. She sends it to me in email. She sends it to me in text. She's just skywriting. She sends it in smoke signals. I've got a, a telegraph set up. She says, so read it later, you fucked hard. God damn it. You see, then you piss her off. And then she wants to strike and she lashes out at me. Hold on, hold on a second. Hey, is this Ashley? Is this producer Ashley? Yes. What, what, why can't you just send it and say, check this out later? Why what? do you have such FOMO? I don't have to say, why check it out later. You should just do that. Idiot. Why don't you, why do you have to send it and then send you me? stupid piece of then shit. You, send you me can just read it later. goddamn things and say, well, I, said it. Huh, I said it. Oh, I said it. Technology is such horse shit. Uh, 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 I said it. 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 I I I why can't you have some self-control and read things later? I said I would. So why the fuck would you send me 10 minutes? Why is it urgent? You send me. It's not urgent. You, you stupid bullshit. piece of shit. That is such shit. You send me all these goddamn messages and say, it's sent. Oh my God. I Look at guys. I said it. You've reached Ashley. Please leave a message. And I'll... <laughs> oh, fuck. That's hilarious. That's my, one of my favorite things that's happened in a while. Oh, man. That was something. She's going to throw your laptops, uh, laptops out the window. Eric just gaslit, unsubscribing right this minute. She's going to kill someone now. She needs to get back on the show. I can't believe she just hung up like a five-year-old. She was doing fairly well in the, in the discussion. It was going places. It was just starting to get good. Okay, let's back up. Will you please Google the screenshots? 
And then she sent one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight more messages saying, I'm sending this to you. Being described as a Category 5 Hurricane Ashley moment. And she sounds like Jackie, my daughter, when she's yelling. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like I have a, uh, a fourth daughter. A fourth child, okay? So she is um, 10 years older than Jim. So that means I would have had to have been the father of Ashley at um, 14. Brandis says, when you act like a petulant child and keep interrupting her, I'd hang up too, you dildo. Oh, no, that is bullshit. She's sitting there screaming at me. Hello? Hello? Can I help? Oh, hang on a second. Everything's all fucked up. Hey, I, yeah, what's new? I lost, I lost you there. What happened? Oh, I, I had emails that came in. I had to urgently reply to them because I have no self control. Now, uh, Brandis says that I acted like a petulant child, and I kept. Inter- Brandis, so- Brandis sounds like a genius. Well, no, I was just kind of busting your balls because of the. You know, I mean, I, I, all you had to do was send it once. Because you have FOMO and you can't receive things and just put them away for later. Did you expect me to read those today? No, I'm just telling you that you have a shit story. You don't have all the story. I was improving it for you. So you didn't expect me to, like, talk about it right away? No, you fucking psychopath. Chill. Um, Blue State Rob says that he is team Ashley on this one. Who wouldn't be? Yeah, I've got no one supporting me on this. Yeah, you're a fucking maniac. Why don't you just receive texts, save them for later? You're welcome for the content. But it seemed to me like you were... I I thought one thing, but uh, was mistaken. So I apologize. Oh, that's okay. We can move on. All I'm right. pulling sponsorships. I'm deleting Patreon as we speak, <laughs> but we'll move on. Okay. Well, thank you for your help, and I'll review the uh, the text. And hope- now you have to do it now. No, you I'm not do doing it now. now. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Everybody hangs up on me. Stevie says that was great. Chris says she wasn't right either. Maureen says she supports me. Well, thanks, guys. After the fact, I could have used you a while ago. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, anyway. Moving on. So some homeless chick got eaten by an alligator. And uh, this guy right here, he, he saw it. 
Audio check. Video check. Let's hear from this dude. Never thought I'd see one like out here. I thought those would be like in swamps and all that, but like it was a. But I never thought I'd see one like out here. I thought those would be like in swamps and all that, but like it was a. It was a big gator out here in our in our water. Jamarcus Bullard says he pulled out his phone and hit record after seeing a large alligator and. Rather than help anyone, I'll just video the uh, death. No, uh, I think she was long since dead when he busted out the uh, cell phone human remains in this Pinellas County canal. I threw a rock at a gator just to see if it was like really a gator and like it was and it just it pulled the body like it was holding on to the lower part of the torso and just pulled it under the water. From there Bullard says he ran to the nearby Largo fire station. The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office shut this first he uploaded the vo- uh, video to YouTube. Throwed down for hours as they searched the water. Bullard says the gator showed off its might as deputies and FWC tried to capture it. They put a rope around his neck and then put it on a pulley of a truck. And then it started, they reeling in, but it was starting to pull the truck in the water. So the guy, he just. Wow. Like, they're like, yeah, we just got to get it out different ways. They got like this long stick thing and like pulled the head out of the water and then they shot it. And then once they reeled it all the way out, they stretched it out and measured it. And it told us it was 13 feet long. Then they shot it again. Did you say the gator? I feel horrible. I didn't. This is weird. I feel bad for the gator in this story. It was 13 feet and eight and a half inches long to be exact. Neighbors are now on edge after this gruesome discovery. My kids walk by there all the time, um, so it's really scary. Bullard says he plans to be more vigilant when walking by this waterway. I I walk this way from work and dare and back and I always look both ways just in case like alligator or something like that. All right. I don't understand. Again. Um, More than two weeks after the deadly... I don't understand why people even live there. The uh, temperature makes it uh, uninhabitable for periods of time. God damn. Uh, Tophus says, yeah, because the dirty fucking humans pushed the gator out of its habitat. Jimmy says mankind is awful. Crimson Chin says fucking 21st century dinosaurs. Shoot them all. Blue State Rob says someone named Craig probably had his pistol pointed at the black guy in the story. Uh, The thing is, there's a little bit more to it. She was like a local crackhead. And now the daughter, this is the crackhead right here, which she doesn't look like a crackhead here. Of course, there's filters on mom and daughter. Well, now the daughter is saying, no, my mom did not provoke this alligator. I guess that was the the rumor that, that she was like doing something to the alligator. I guess that story is out there. Uh, one thing's for sure. Uh, she was definitely homeless. The body of 41-year-old Sabrina Peckham was pulled from the canal about 20 miles west of Tampa. It says the animal was humanely killed. Ugh. God, I hate that. It was suspected um, Ms. Peckham was killed by the gator. Ms. Peckham's daughter said her mom was homeless and lived near the water and countered claims that her mother had been taunting the animal. 
Brianna Doris wrote on Facebook, some details I would like to share is that my mother did not taunt the gator. How do you know? Were you there? As some are saying in the news outlets comments. My mother was a part of the homeless population that lived in the nearby wooded area. It is believed she may have been walking to or from her campsite near the creek in the dark and the alligator attacked from the water. God damn. She added, no matter how you put it, no one deserves to die like this. Well, I don't know. I'd need to find out more about your mother before I were able to determine that. Some people actually do deserve to die like that. And maybe, who knows? I mean, I can't say for sure. I'm hoping Ashley can send me more info on this story. A GoFundMe page has been set up for Ms. Peckham to raise money for funeral costs, which has raised nearly $6,000 so far. They're saying, um, okay, yeah, and then they talk about the guy that Craig wanted to shoot. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's no word exactly how this all went down. But just hideous. You're there minding your own business. You see a gator with, with a body in its mouth. Uh, Ashley says, you wish I am done helping your stupid show. Cole says, only reason to keep gators around is to control the homeless crackhead population. Thank you to my friends at my policy shop insurance, Frank Fuss. Coincidentally, Frank Fuss got Hurricane Ashley insurance yesterday. Yet another reason that I have helped Ashley. Another way that I've helped Ashley. I have helped Ashley get the best out of life. And what does she do for me? She sends me 800 texts and uh, chat messages saying the same thing. And says, here, do this now. Uh, I found her a man. I got her. I got her with the right person to get her an insurance policy. Uh, I've gone out of my way to talk about St. Gaslight regularly and help shine a light on uh, any type of domestic abuse problems. And all she does is tries to fuck me right in the butt. It's horrible. Frank Fuss got Ashley insurance yesterday. This is very important to point out because if you work for the man and you get insurance, what you pay for your insurance, because you know you have to pay for part of it, is usually not that much. But if you insure your whole family, your employer is going to soak you. New this year at healthcare.gov, you can utilize your employee insurance and the rest of the family can get insurance on the marketplace. If you qualify for the tax subsidy and if you make below a certain threshold, and it's a pretty lofty threshold, uh, the tax subsidy is there for you and you don't have to pay it back. That would save you hundreds of dollars each month. If this makes sense to you, reach out to Frank and he'll explain it all. You got to get a hold of Frank by going to buy insurance or you can get a hold of Frank by going to buyinsurancehere.com. Set up a meeting with Frank 
On the drop down where it says, how do you hear of me? Please put Zane. And then off you go. Buyinsurancehere.com for Frank Fuss. And then finally, Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. The immortal Joe Martinez uh, can get your furnace all tuned up so that you can be uh, running in great order for this heating season. 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. Hurricane Ashley writes, My man and me are going to reevaluate the marketing budget. Free market solutions, she writes. Uh, Kenny says, I wish I constantly had text after text from a pretty girl telling me what to do. You don't sound pathetic at all there. Blue State Rob drops. You're naturally talented at pushing women away emotionally, Kenny. Yeah. That's terrible, Rob. And then Rob says, go ahead and block me now. This won't end well for you. Rob, leave Kenny alone. Kenny, you are not pathetic, for God's sake. You're very lovable. Everybody knows you have game. I said it sounded pathetic. I didn't say you are pathetic. And Rob, you can shut the fuck up too. You're not pathetic, Kenny. Come on now. Everybody loves you. Everybody knows, Kenny, that if you were in Michigan, all right, and not so far away, your face would be glazed with Ashley. She would dump Tim like a fucking hot rock. All right? Everybody knows she loves you. So quit acting like you don't have game. It's time for the asshole of the day. Candidates include Ashley, uh, EZ, Amanda. Yesterday it was Jamingo. It's brought to you as always by TC Paintball. Who are some other candidates today? Pet Insurance Company. Uh, Naga, Russell Brand, Burger King, a homeless homeless lady who became gator food because the gator's dead. I think we're going to have to go way back and make it pet insurance. For now, I don't feel too good about it. That is your asshole of the day. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, That concludes. Darla gets a nomination for asshole of the day. Oh, yeah, maybe. All right, folks. Easy the dildo is asshole of the day. 
says, what did Darla do? I was late. You sound like Ashley. Fill me in on everything I missed. Talk to you later on, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye.